welcome to another episode of What in the Actual Factual. We are supported by no one, but we would love to have your support. Wouldn't you love to hear your name, your brand, your special something that you have to offer on our show? Well, we would love to have you. Reach out to us at whatinTheActualFactual at gmail.com and be sure to follow us along on our Instagram at whatinTheActualFactual. Today's episode was kind of thrown together as we continue to work on others for you because this is happening right now, and that is the attacks occurring on Palestinians in the East Jerusalem neighborhood of Sheikh Jarrah. And for those who are not following along, this has been spread all over social media and also misrepresented in the U.S. media, because a lot of U.S. media outlets support Israel. So the narratives have been tweaked, which is understandable because the U.S. sends $3.8 billion annually to Israel to support their defense systems. And what people have to keep in mind is the Palestinians do not have a defense system. The Palestinians do not even have true identities and passports that say they are Palestinian. They either have Israeli passports or Jordanian or Syrian identification numbers. They also have identity cards, which are serial numbers. Now, when you look at the hypocrisy in that, well, I, I'm going to leave you with that. To have a serial number as your identity. Now, what does that make you think of? So we're going to talk about what's happening in Sheikh Jarrah and kind of go over the as best we can just the bullet points on what's going on uh, using various sources like So You Want to Talk About, that's one of our favorites, um, as well as reading some poetry from an icon, Mahmoud Darwish, as well as this incredible poem I came across this morning by Noor Hindi. Okay. So in October 2020, an Israeli court ruled to forcibly evict 12 Palestinian families from the East Jerusalem neighborhood of Sheikh Jarrah. And this ruling obviously amplified the existing tensions between Palestinian and Israeli settlers. As a result of the Israeli court ruling, 550 Palestinians faced the threat of dispossession. And the court also ruled that each evicted refugee family must pay $20,000 to cover settlers' legal expenses. Now, these settlers are coming in unannounced, literally coming into someone's front courtyard, into their home, and saying, this is mine now, get out. Can you even imagine that? It's so hard to imagine, but it's happening all the time. If it's not happening with settlers coming in, it's happening with bulldozers coming in and tearing down the homes of Palestinians, sometimes only giving them minutes to grab their belongings before they start. Sheikh Jarrah is home to 3,000 Palestinians, all refugees who were ethnically cleansed from their home in other parts of Palestine in the 1948 war, also known as the Nakba. Under an agreement between Jordan and UNRWA in 1956, these families were promised housing and land in Sheikh Jarrah. The families were meant to receive ownership titles after three years. This never happened as Israel conquered East Jerusalem before the titles materialized. 
Per AP News, quote, Settler groups say the land was owned by Jews prior to the 1948 war surrounding Israel's creation. Israeli law allows Jews to reclaim such lands but bars Palestinians from recovering property they lost in the same war, even if they still reside in areas controlled by Israel. I also want to make another point. Had the Holocaust not happened, had the Nazi party never risen, the state of Israel would never have been created. It would have remained Palestine, where Arabs and Jewish people continue to live together harmoniously. I think it's important to make that point and that observation. Obviously, we can't rewrite history as much as we would love to go back in time and change everything so that the Holocaust, World War II, the Nazi party, none of that awful, horrific stuff ever happened. But we can't. But it's something that, you know, we look back on and wonder, what would it be like now had none of that happened? To continue from the So You Want to Talk About post, um, Israel captured East Jerusalem in the 1967 war, along with the West Bank and Gaza, and annexed it in a move that is not recognized internationally. In 1972, settler groups told the families that they were trespassing on Jewish-owned land. That was the start of a long legal battle that in recent months has culminated with eviction orders against 36 families in Sheikh Jarrah and two other East Jerusalem neighborhoods. Israeli rights groups say the other families are also vulnerable, estimating that more than 1,000 Palestinians are at risk of being evicted. Quoting AP News, Israel views all of Jerusalem as its unified capital and says residents are treated equally, but East Jerusalem residents have different rights depending on whether they are Jewish or Palestinian. Jews born in East Jerusalem are automatically granted Israeli citizenship, and Jews from anywhere else in the world are eligible to become Israeli citizens. Palestinians born in East Jerusalem are granted a form of permanent residency that can be revoked if they spend too much time living outside of the city. They can apply for Israeli citizenship but must go through a difficult and uncertain bureaucratic process that can take months or years. Most refuse because they do not recognize Israel's annexation. Palestinians are also treated differently when it comes to housing, which will make it difficult for the Sheikh Jarrah families to remain in Jerusalem if they are evicted. Tensions have escalated in Jerusalem with Israeli police attacking Palestinian protesters on a daily basis. On Sunday, May 9th, UNICEF released a statement, quote, Over the past two days, 29 Palestinian children were injured in East Jerusalem, including in the Old City and the Sheikh Jarrah neighborhood. Eight Palestinian children were meanwhile arrested. A one-year-old toddler was taken among those injured. Some children were taken for treatment at hospitals with injuries in the head and the spine. This comes amid reports that nearly 300 people were injured in the area. End quote. The UN's Human Rights Office, the OHCHR, has called on Israel to immediately halt all forced evictions, including those in the Sheikh Jarrah, as well as to exercise maximum restraint in the use of force while ensuring safety and security there. Per the United Nations, the forced evictions violate international law. Quote, the transfer of parts of an occupying power's civilian population into the territory that it occupies is prohibited under international humanitarian law and may amount to a war crime. 
The OHCHR also says that forced evictions could violate the rights to adequate housing and to privacy and other human rights of those who are evicted. Quote, forced evictions are a key factor in creating a coercive environment that may lead to forcible transfer, which is prohibited by the Fourth Geneva Convention and is a grave breach of the convention, end quote. Senator Bernie Sanders tweeted the other day, the United States must speak out strongly against the violence by government-allied Israeli extremists in East Jerusalem and the West Bank and make clear that the evictions of Palestinian families must not go forward. Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib also tweeted, when will the U.S. condemn racist violence against Palestinians? Is it your policy to support settlers stealing Palestinian homes and burning their lands? Billions of U.S. taxpayer money support the racist Netanyahu government and the apartheid state they enforce every year. Congresswoman Marie Newman also wrote, Palestinian families have every right to live in Sheikh Jarrah. I'm calling on the State Department to immediately condemn these violations of international law as Palestinians are forcibly being removed from their homes in East Jerusalem. going to read a poem by Mahmoud Darwish. It's actually one of my favorites growing up, and it's called On This Earth. We have on this earth what makes life worth living. April's hesitation, the aroma of bread at dawn, a woman's point of view about men, the works of Achilles, the beginning of love, grass on a stone, mothers living on a flute sigh, and the invader's fear of memories. We have on this earth what makes life worth living. The final days of September, a woman keeping her apricots ripe after 40, the hour of sunlight in prison, a cloud reflecting a swarm of creatures, the people's applause for those who face death with a smile, a tyrant's fear of songs. We have on this earth what makes life worth living. On this earth, the lady of earth, mother of all beginnings and ends, She was called Philistine. Her name later became Philistine. My lady, because you are my lady, I deserve life. And now for Noor Hindi's poem, Fuck Your Lecture on Craft, My People Are Dying. Colonizers write about flowers. I tell you about children throwing rocks at Israeli tanks seconds before becoming daisies. I want to be like those poets who care about the moon. Palestinians don't see the moon from jail cells and prisons. It's so beautiful, the moon. They're so beautiful, the flowers. I pick flowers for my dead father when I'm sad. He watches Al Jazeera all day. I wish Jessica would stop texting me Happy Ramadan. I know I'm American because when I walk into a room, something dies. Metaphors about death are for poets who think ghosts care about sound. When I die, I promise to haunt you forever. One day, I'll write about the flowers like we own them. Some ways to fight uh, the censorship of Palestinian content, especially on social media. Um, Engage with credible Palestinian-related posts by liking, commenting, and sharing them to your stories. Uh, When you see a live stream from Palestine, share it with your Instagram friends and just as much as possible. 
join a BDS movement. What is BDS? That is Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions. It is a Palestinian-led movement for freedom, justice, and equality. And BDS upholds the simple principle that Palestinians are entitled to the same rights as the rest of humanity. Residents of Sheikh Jarrah have created a petition to fight their displacement. Um, you can find that through Pali Roots on Instagram. They have a link in their bio, or you can go to bit.ly forward slash stop Jerusalem expulsions and sign the petition. And you can also follow any credible sources um, such as Middle East Eye on Instagram, the IMEU, uh, Let's Talk Palestine i.on.palestine and Land Palestine. These are all fantastic accounts sharing constant news streams on what's happening. Just do not let the momentum die down. We have to keep the Sheikh Shara hashtag trending as well as the information and resources that are being shared so they are not taken down. That about wraps up another episode of What in the Actual Factual. Thank you to our followers and listeners alike. Your support means everything. We're cooking up a lot of fun episodes coming your way. And until then, we'll see you next time.